Blog Talk Radio. Go With Angels is more than the title of Mary Brotherton's debut book. It's her wish for you and your loved ones. Join her on her podcast every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time as she talks about angels and messengers from the spirit world. Of course, she'll talk about her book and the inspiration behind it, too. Call 516-418-5651 after 11 on Friday mornings to share your stories about angelic encounters. This is my favorite time of day. It's 11 o'clock, and in 11 minutes, it's my favorite minute of the day. But I am here today talking with Deborah Schildhaus, who she was born into a loving family and raised in Cincinnati, Ohio. One of her fondest childhood memories with her mother. Her mother read to her from Bible stories and fairy tales. Deborah's a wife and a mother. She's an author, and she loves reading, listening to classical music, baking. We, we should talk about music sometime, but not today. Um, <laughs> but she's, she volunteers for nonprofit organizations, and, of course, she loves writing. She's written two books so far, BioTouch, Healing with the Power in Our Fingertips, and the one we're going to talk about today, How to Chat with Archangels. Inviting your divine best friends into your life. Now, Deborah, you um, you started having conversations with angels in 2011, was it? That's correct, Mary. Yes. And if I understand correctly, eleven different angels. Yes, eleven of the archangels regularly communicate with me. Um, other ones have come in, and I've had some communication with them. But there's these eleven, this core group that uh, that are really active in my life. So, who are those eleven? Well, those eleven are archangels Michael and Uriel and Metatron, and Gabriel, and Raphael, and Samuel, and um, occasionally, and thank God not too often, Azriel. Oh, I know why. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Jophiel, and Raziel, and um, there's an interesting one that I was introduced to, um, who is actually called my essence angel, and his name is Jebediah. But that's another oh. whole story. Well, I've... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I know I want to go back to Azriel and talk briefly because all of our listeners probably don't know why you say you don't want to hear from him as regularly as the others. Um, would you care to explain that? Yes. So Archangel Azriel is, well, he is the angel of death. Uh-huh. However, his name means helper of God. And he really is not the grim reaper. Um, he really does help us in other ways. He will help us in transitions of all kinds. Um, but he's only come a few times. And when he came, he 
came a month before my mother passed away and he let me know that she was going to be passing mm. and he was he was very um, vocal with me for you know those six weeks actually that that this was all going on um, and he was wonderful he actually sent an angel named Catherine that sat by my mother's bed and only my mother could see her and so there's a whole story about that in the book too and and a, and a photo um, of someone who sent a, a, a card it was a condolence card after mom passed and there was this beautiful angel on the front of the card and this angel was exactly the way my mother described this lady that would come and sit next wow. to her bed at all hours, and only she could see her. So, um, Don't you love that yeah. kind of serendipity, though, when, when you get an affirmation in the physical world about what's happening in the spiritual world? Oh, it's so comforting, yes. Now, I, I do know that people call Azrael the angel of death, but... Like you said, he's not the Grim Reaper. It's not a bad thing. He's it's a a very loving angel presence who helps transition, as you said earlier. But he helps escort people from yes. life into from from the physical life because it everybody who's human knows how hard change is. Change is very hard. Um, is scary sometimes and some people just really don't do well with change so anybody listening if you can imagine changing from your your physical being your your spirit your soul is still alive it's not going anywhere but it's just leaving the body and you know you've spent whether it's 10 years, 50 years, 100 years as a physical human being, then all of a sudden you've lost this body that you can no longer open a door. You can no longer call anybody up on a telephone. And it it's, can be very scary to understand how do I do this. And that's my understanding of what Azrael helps them do. He helps them understand, Absolutely. you know, yeah. now now you're not, you're not a physical person person but you're still a person and I'm here to help teach you and also introduce you to other spirits right you know just like all the archangels they were created by God to help humanity that is that is what they've been tempted with and that is what they want to do so badly they love us and they really just want to help us um, but they have to be invited into our lives because of free will. So uh, they they just have to be given the green light and then yeah. Walk <laughs> I I uh, recently introduced a friend of mine to Muriel and Raphael because her son oh. is enduring uh, cancer currently, and they're oh. both angels who are very gifted with the healing touch. And I said, talk to Garrett, ask him if he's willing to to invite these two angels into his life. And yeah. if he does, you'll, you're going to start seeing some miracles. But, right. um, you know, all I can do is, is make the introduction. Yeah. And that's, that's important right there. 
you know, plant the seed. You plant the seed, and anybody who's willing to to take the next step and say, okay, I'm going to shake hands with this new person you've introduced me to, and let's see if we can be friends, then then your job is done. But you're, it's not your job to make sure they become friends or make sure they become acquainted, whether it's a human person or a an angel. Right. Now, I wanted to ask you. Oh, go ahead. When, how old were you when you first started working with angels? Did, did you just wait until 2011 or have you always worked with them and talked with them? Well, I've always been fascinated with archangels. And um, it wasn't really until I saw the movie Michael. Um, oh, that was so much fun. I, you, know, you know, with John Travolta. Yes. Yes, so at that point I was like, wow, what a concept where humans can actually become friends and have a relationship, you know, with archangels. If that's really possible, sign me up. And not too long after that, so in February of 2011, I received an email that was going around not only the country but the world. And this email was started by a German medium. She had had these visions, and then she had the archangel that visited her, and she wanted to pass along how awe-inspiring this whole experience was for her. So she started these emails where she would invite you um, to take advantage of the opportunity to host five of the archangels for five days in your home. And there were instructions on how to set up an altar and to do a few other things. And at the end of the five days, you were to, you know, walk the archangels to the front door, send them on their way to three more people who agreed to be hosts that you, you know, got for them. And wow. so I, I, I was so excited. I couldn't wait to do this. I, I followed all the instructions, and I, I, had, I was so excited. And my husband, you know, I'm like, honey. I said, the archangels are going to come stay with us tonight. Now, my husband is, he's an accountant, and he sees everything in black and white. God love him. But he's been married to me long enough that he just said, well, enjoy, honey. What time are they coming? I said, 1030 <laughs> tonight. He, goes, he says, you know, I'll be in bed asleep, but you have a good time. Oh, and oh I so, love it. <laughs> so they, they came. They came at 1030. I opened the door. It was Archangels Michael, Uriel, Metatron, Gabriel, and Raphael. They stayed the five days. They were five incredible days. And while they were staying with me, I figured out how to communicate with them. Um, and it, it worked well for me. And uh, it, was, it was an incredible experience. They told me things that came through, everything they said came true three years later, but they came true. Um, and I, it was like, I had them around me the whole five days. And it, it, it was such an experience that at the end of the five days, when I had to walk them to the front door and send them off to three more people, I cried and I said, look, I said, I've enjoyed this so much. I really don't want you to go. I know you're omnipotent and you can go and be in so many places at one time. So please don't leave me. Please stay with me. And they have been with me ever since for these 12 years. And now you, your book, How to Chat with Archangels, Inviting Your Divine Best Friends into Your Life, talks about 
step by step how anybody can do that, doesn't it? It does. You know, I, like I said, I figured out this method, and I really wasn't even sure what I was doing at the time, but it just seemed right. And then I was able to teach three groups of people how to do this at a friend's house, and everyone the first night had some degree of success in having the communications going on. And so I knew, I was hoping, and it was true, that everybody can do this. But, you know, all you have to do is be human and be open. And, you know, the hardest part about chatting with the archangels is believing that you really can. I mean, that is, that is just the truth of it. You know, we yes. have our things. And I also find with a lot of people it's also a matter of not only believing that you can talk with them and hear them back, but being quiet enough to give them time to respond. Um, I have a sister who's for a long time, she's older than I am. And she's, she's known that I've always talked with angels, but she didn't, you know, she says, nobody, nobody's ever talking to me when I ask, you know, I'll ask what's your name or, Angel, are you there? And I never get a response. And I said, Jane, do you ever give them a minute to answer? What do you mean? They should answer right away. I said, you need to keep your (laughs) mind quiet. And her mind is always busy. She's always thinking about the next best thing, next best project or whatever. And so she started learning to meditate. And she told me recently that, She's been hearing more angels. Oh, good. And that's awesome. Um, Because you're right. We have to really quiet ourselves. And, you know, I explain, you know, the the steps on how to kind of get yourself away from your worldly life and detach from all the things that are going on. Go to your little space and try to get, you know, to be as quiet, you know, private as possible. And the different ways that you can deepen your focus so that you have an opportunity. What happens is this is not, this is writing with a journal, with a pen, but it is not automatic writing. Um, this, you don't give up, you know, your control to anybody. You stay in control because that is how I'm comfortable staying in control, basically what's happening is your energies are melding with the archangels' energies. You are coming together and blending energy. And you're doing it through the act of writing, through the act of breathing. Um, and they've done studies at, the, at uh, Indiana University in, tw- in 2010. They did studies with MRI te- technology. And it showed that when we are writing by hand, it increases our neural activities in different areas of our brain, just like meditation. Absolutely. And so yeah. there is a connection there. But, you know, it's like anything else. It takes some time. It takes patience. And um, it takes practice, just like anything else, in order to get better and better at being able to meld with the archangel energy. Um, do you ever engage other entities? Like you said, your mother had crossed over. Do you ever talk to anyone other than angels? 
I have a, a couple of times. And I've actually done angel readings for other people, which I don't do anymore. Because I, my whole thing is everyone needs to develop their relationship with their divine best friend by themselves. Because that's where the best communication comes from. Oh, and absolutely. That's, that's how it's been for me. So, um, so no, so, you know, for the past, I'd say, decade, I, I just... Uh, communicate with archangels. Okay. Um, now, your book is for sale on Amazon. Is it for sale anywhere else? Um, so I'm, I'm not even sure yet where. It just published a day or two ago. So it's, it's well, new. It's, brand new it's so brand new that, it, you know, it's just just happened. Congratulations. So, I know that it's like having a, a newborn child. Oh, it's so exciting. It, and it's been eight years since my first book came out. And so, you know, that took me three and a half years. This one took me three years to write. Um, but it, it is. It's, it is so exciting. And, you know, the archangels have been with me. They did not write this book for me. Like you've heard that some people get these downloads and, and they yeah. can just put their fingers on the keyboard and they just can say, okay, use me and, and write this. You know, it didn't happen like that for me. I had to do the work. But I've been keeping these archangel journals for 12 years. And so it was basically taking all the information from what they've already given me. And I have a chapter on, I call it Archangelism. And those are some of the most amazing wisdom um, and advice that they've given me over the years. Um, and I would, share that. Yeah. Would you share, would you be able to share at least one of those with us today? I would love to. So this one, I can share one, two, or three, actually, because I've got them written down here because I want to say them just right. Um, but... Here's one. Every single soul who is or has ever lived on the earth was rightfully created within the loving veneration of God. There will be a day that will dawn with the shared realization of just how important you all really are. Wow. I like that. Isn't that incredible? I mean, they are so loving. Um, and that was actually, um, that was from Archangel Jebediah, who's my essence angel. But um, Archangel Sandelson said, you can achieve great things by allowing the best of yourself to permeate the rest of yourself. Ooh. <laughs> I know. Ooh, you know. That resonates. <laughs> As this is how I know I'm not making up any of these things. They don't talk the way I do. They have this certain uh-huh. amazing room. Yes, yes, yes. And, and one more from um, Archangel Raphael, as we said, the healing angel. He said, try to remember that pain can promote growth as a crack in an eggshell promotes new life in the hatchet. Holy smokes. The way they speak is yes. it's not like they're speaking words we don't understand. 
But their their symbolism and their visualization, I mean, I'm getting images with each of those quotes, and it's really phenomenal. That's really nice. There's one more I'm just going to share. Okay. We love you. We love you because we know how you were created with fibers and filaments of light and adoration from the one. Oh, that makes me want to cry. That is so sweet. That, if if you think about that, (laughs) I know. How... Oh, my gosh. I, I want to just stop and go meditate now. <laughs> this is why I'm saying, you know, when I say that we're really divine best friends, because they are our divine best friends, because they have no ego. They have no ulterior motive. You know, they just love us. And, you know, it's hard to find any kind of love that's even close to that, you know, in in our human world. Right? Yeah. So... Even That's a mother's love is not the same. Right, right. Um, and so they they make me cry, you know, but they make me laugh. They have a sense of humor. You know, they oh send gosh, the most yes. amazing signs to me, but they always send these signs in front of my husband, who uh, he was a skeptic and no longer is. How could he be? Because he has seen these signs. And right. I, I share these signs um, on my website under the archangels and on the signs, you know. Yeah, I saw the one about Catherine yesterday when I was preparing for the show. Yes. That kind of stuff. Yes. And and your husband was the one who took a picture of you, I think, with the prism on your face? Yes. 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 And he he was so shocked. And I didn't even know it was there. He had to tell me. Because it was on my face, and I wouldn't even have known it was there. And then he's the one who discovered the cloud angel floating above our house two days after I asked the angels to send me a big, obvious sign that they were with me. And yeah. he went and out, he looked up, and he saw this, this big angel cloud, not another cloud in the sky. And, um, and so, you know, it was like, wow. He took pictures of that, and that actually uh, is on my front cover as well. I was—I always wanted that to be on the front cover, and uh-huh. it's there. Well, one, so, the one yeah. I, I thought was really cute was when you asked them to send you a green heart. <laughs> that's very specific. That, that's, yes. And, you know, we forget that we can ask for those, instead of being so generic and wondering, we can ask for specific signs. Right, and, and that was the first time I had done that in a while, to ask for a specific sign, and it took almost a week, but there it was. I love it, and it was a, a flower. It was a plant. And and it was, yeah, it was, a, it was a philodendron. But you were aware enough to recognize it, too. Yes, and that's another key thank you for even reminding me to say that. Once you ask for signs, you have to really be like open and keep your eyes open and, you know, your possibilities open (laughs) or you can easily miss them unless they put them as big as they did on my face and floating above my house. Um, And then, you know, one more thing to say is whenever you've had an immense 
you know, in wonderful communication with the archangels, you always thank them. The gratitude is really, really important. Yes. Well, you know, I equate that to, um, let's just say I give a a Christmas gift and a birthday gift uh, to my, my son every year. You know, I give him a gift for Valentine's Day or whatever. And uh-huh. you know, I've been doing this for, for years. He's 40, one of them's 45 right now. So I'm like, if I give him a gift over and over and over and over, and he just takes it and grunts or walks away, I'm going to quit giving him gifts. Right. But if I, if I give him a gift and every time I do, he says, thanks, Mom, I appreciate this, or even, oh, you didn't have to, or whatever, acknowledge it in some way. I'm going to still want to give him gifts, not just because he's right. my son, but because he appreciates it. Mm-hmm. And, and there have been people in my life that didn't show appreciation for gifts that I've given them, so I stopped giving. Yeah. You know, uh, I wanted to ask you one more question before we bring, oh, we've got another caller, too, just popped in. But I want to bring Melissa in. She's been waiting for half an hour almost. When you hear the angels speak, how does it, what is that experience like for you? Is it audible or what? So then we're going to get into the clairs, you know, so there's the clair cognizance and the clairvoyance. And, you know, this means in French, it means clear, so clear seeing, clear hearing, and very clear audience, which is clear hearing. So, Usually what I do is in my right ear, I can hear the the angels, the words that they're speaking. At the same time, I have a little clear cognizance where I have this clear knowing sometimes what they're going to say before they even say it. And then I also have some um, some clairvoyance where I can almost see the words before I'm writing them down. But there's something called clair... Um, Layer, what is uh, um, aliens, and that's where you can actually smell something, you know, a sense of smell. And when Archangel Jophiel came through the first time to me, I immediately smelled. It smelled like a strawberry-scented candle. So we have these these uh, the ability to have these clairs in our sixth sense and to. It's interesting because it seems like the archangels know how to reach us through which clairs are our strongest. Absolutely, they do. And so, you know, it's interesting that you do that that way because I, I'm claircognizant. I just know stuff. And Mm -hmm. for me, though, there are times that I I sense a presence behind me. Almost as if mm. my husband was just standing just to the right. You know, you know when somebody sneaks up behind you and they're just there. But um, mm-hmm. it, it's like someone is standing to my right, just off, a little off balance to the right, and is whispering in my ear. But it's not. I mean, no one's there whispering, but I, I feel it. I sense it that way. Mm-hmm. And um, but I, I, I've, I've had the um, smells before. I've had the sounds, but typically it's a sensation, just a knowledge mm-hmm. that it's happening. Yeah. 
would you like for me to bring Melissa in and let's see what she wants to ask? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Hi, Melissa. Welcome back. Hi. Uh, oh, remember me. Thank you. It's been a while. Uh, I, I love the archangels. And at times, uh, I've, 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 I had, uh, anyway, I'm connected to Michael Minotron and Gabriel. And uh, sometimes I get cloudy because, like, like you were saying, human life is not easy. And and when the when the light walks, we, we parasite. You know, you know what I'm saying they they want to attack it some try to get the shield down. So because again, it's just, this is Earth, right? It's just Earth free will. Uh, I have a question for the for Manatron, uh, Gar, uh, Michael Gabriel. I I like I really need to identify. This is really really important. I have a, a male friend that can access the divine, but I need to know if he's if he's accessing the divine of the archangels or is it another type of divine that is in a different world. Because my concern is that um, a little bit I got a little bit disclosed with him because the divine the creator doesn't do little doesn't do different types of stuff like to get to him you don't do puzzles or or try to to uh and i'm sure the guidance is understanding so i i like to know if him is he gonna is he in the light for me to be my friend that he will not hurt me i, I this is very important because there is an individual in the same business structure that he has, and that one is tricky. And for me, I, I've been communicating with him, but I've been deterring the energy that what that individual does because the, he, the, the people all have free will, and I'm, I'm I'm fighting it. So, so that so. Anyway, that's I I, I know my. my I I like to ask the question. I, I I like to see what divine has to say. Cause it's very important to know my my communication with them that I was, I was able to get this. I need it's important. Thank you for your time. Well, I tell you, I, I mean, I think I think I understood most of what you said. Um, mm-hmm. In my experience, when I'm calling in the archangels. I have not needed to protect myself, um, to pray beforehand, um, or to, you know, cloak myself in any kind of protection um, because I'm calling in the light of the archangels, and the dark entities don't want to be there. They don't want to be where the light is. Um, but what I say to in the book is that but you have to do what feels right and protective and comfortable for you so if you want to bring in you know and ask God for protection or Jesus or whoever it is that makes you feel safe when you know you are going to be calling in the archangels um that's fine because this is your relationship with the archangels and it has to be a personal one for you where you feel safe. And so 
Absolutely. Um, you know, I know that I'm talking with divine beings because of the way they talk to me. They never shame. They never blame. They never make you feel less than. They never talk to you as if you need punishment. They never judge. And if any if anybody ever comes through to you and they have that the negativity coming through, then you know you are not talking with the divine beings and break that off right away. And, and you're done with that conversation. But that has never happened to me in 12 years. There's only been the most loving communication because they are our divine best friends and they love us and they don't judge us. So I agree 100%. Okay, good. I, that's been my experience too. And Melissa, what I would say is if you've got somebody who is making you feel uncomfortable in any way, shape or form, mm-hmm. you know, that person is not for you, whether it's a human person or an angelic being. Did that answer your question? Uh, yes. Uh, any messages from the, from Metatron? Met, I asked Metatron on this case. He was uh, sorry. Yes, he did. Well, you could you could definitely speak with Archangel Metatron. Um, you know, using using the way that works for me. Um, you know, yeah. because. He also, you know, he's the angel also of Akashic Records um, and also the angel of Ascension. And he has his cube that spins and cuts away any negative energies from us and anything that's holding us back from our potential. So he's very powerful. And, uh, yeah, you can get a lot of work done with Archangel Metatron. Okay. Well, That's I will beautiful. say this. When, when yes. Melissa first asked if there was a message from Metatron, I didn't sense that it was from him specifically, but I, I felt like there were several angels saying, we love you. And that was pretty impressive, I thought. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we do have some other callers. So, Melissa, I'm going to say thank you, and I'm going to yeah. go... To our next caller, who, if I remember this number correctly, is I my friend Pat from Connecticut. Am I right? Hey, hi. How are you? Good. Yes, how are you? Oh, pretty good. Um, yeah, angels are on my mind a lot lately. As you might remember, I lost my dog and then my best friend a week later. Um, uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know, again, if um, this is a show to get messages or just to talk about angels. Just to talk about angels. Okay. Um, I guess I don't have anything to say other than, um, you know, I'm grateful for their presence. And actually, I can ask you. I'm told all the time that my guardian angel is there and, you know, angels are there and and that they hear me. Um I'm always asking, and sometimes I even stop asking because I don't feel a connection. Um, I don't have any, like, sureness that they do hear me. 
so unfortunately, then I tend to kind of waver away from it, which well, is my bad habit. Exactly, because the more consistent you remain, the stronger yeah. your connection will be. And I would encourage you to go to Deborah's website and check out her signs. They're they're really pretty amazing. Um, and it's the I I can spell it out, but it's also on the description on today's show. It's Deborah Childhouse dot com. Check out and what on her D E B R A S C H I L D H O U S E. It's like Deborah yeah. Deborah's child house is what it looks like. But what right. do you want me to look there? When you get to her website, check out the, the link called gifts or signs. I think it was signs, right, Deborah? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay, great. Yeah, great. she has some pretty impressive signs from the angels. And and we were talking about this before you joined the show. Um you can ask them for a specific sign, like the one that really fascinated me. She asked for a green heart. And then a, oh, about wow. a week later, she saw a, a philodendron leaf, which is shaped like a heart, and it's definitely green. And oh, cool. her husband was not so much of a believer as she for a while, but then he started seeing signs, and and they're really phenomenal Um but I, I think the thing is, you, you can't just say, oh, show me a sign that you're here and expect them to instantly produce this sign. You have right. to sometimes wait. And sure. then you, when you're least expecting it, you're going to see, oh, my gosh. You know, I, I asked for a purple feather. And I didn't think twice about it because I didn't see it for three weeks then all of a sudden, everywhere you look, you're going to be seeing symbols or pictures of purple feathers. Or maybe you'll see feathers and purple something else. Sometimes okay. they like to, depending on the angel, there's, they always have a sense of humor. And, and yeah. they love it. They love it when they can make us stop and laugh. Just out of the blue, oh my gosh, I, I get you. you know, I, see that, I see that you're here. Um, so ask for a specific symbol instead of being generic, instead of saying, I want, in fact, I, now this is not so much of an angel as it is um, a, a family member. A friend of mine was living in Massachusetts when her sister died and she was talking to her sister before she died. And she said, you've got to send me a sign to let me know you're here and that you're safe on the other side. And her sister barely got the words out. She said, I'm going to send you a flamingo. Well, there aren't very many <laughs> flamingos in Massachusetts. <laughs> but she said, she turned around, she went to like somebody's open house one day and they had gotten those pink plastic flamingos and lined the driveway to this house that they were showing off. <laughs> and all of a sudden she started seeing pink flamingos everywhere. Sometimes the flamingos are white or black or orange, but there's always a flamingo when her sister is around. I and the the wacky part is her mm-hmm. sister and I share the same birthday. 
Hmm. And now her sister comes to me. And oh. I remember one time oh. I was I'd gone, I'd gone shopping. I live in Florida, and we have a little store called Bells. And its uh, logo has a flamingo in it. But I wasn't thinking about that. I walked in, and I saw this pink flamingo. And I turned the corner, and I saw another flamingo. And I called, saw another flamingo. And I'm, I started calling my friend Leslie. I said, Leslie, something's going on. Are you okay? Tony's been been tagging me on the shoulder. She said, Mary, where are you? What's going on? I said, I'm at Bell. She goes, oh, my God, stop. Everything's fine. That's Bell's, you know, their mascot is a flamingo. Quit. Don't overthink it. <laughs> and and that's, that's kind of my message to you is don't overthink it. Be prepared for the signs. And it's, it's okay if everything you see looks like a sign to you. Because, and, and don't forget, the angels, angels love to come to you in numbers. They they will use numbers to get your attention, oh, and okay. Um, yep. you, you, that's, that's, that's one reason I chose eleven o'clock for this time for this show. Eleven o'clock is one of the first numbers that angels typically use to get our attention. That's and, true. That's um, true. But my my angels like me are so sassy. Um, they, they, especially since I started really working with them in depth and, and uh, doing a little research on them and learning more, they don't do the typical 1111 or 222. They always want to do my numbers like bookends. It might be 242 or 315, three, <clears throat> 313. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, just, just be aware that the numbers, um, you might see – like a flamingo when you don't need to see a flamingo. And it, um, I have a friend who prays for me when she just gets this feeling I need to be praying for Mary. And then all of a sudden I'll see a yellow daffodil. That's a symbol oh, that's- between her and me. And the angels do that same thing. They Wonderful. send you a symbol. Um, you may start smelling things like, Deborah said she smelled a pink strawberry, uh, not pink, a, a strawberry candle. I'm stuck on pink right now. Sorry, folks. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that's that's my experience anyway, is that you can. Yeah, and I also have a friend who all of a sudden she started getting feathers, white feathers coming down from her ceiling. She'd find them in drawers. She called me up. She goes, What's, I'm being inundated with feathers. And I said, enjoy it. They're saying hi. Yeah. And it only lasted for you know, a few weeks. But it was like, that's another thing where, you know, she wasn't expecting that. And she was so thrilled because she understood, you know, what that was. But those were loving hellos. Um, but, yeah. Pat, I would also say that when you're actually able to communicate with them, when you can actually write down what they're saying, then you really know that they're there for you. Okay. Yeah, that's what so I love. Yeah. Yeah. Can I add a few things now that you reminded me? Sorry about that buzzing. Sure. Um, yes, um, before Chance left and even a little bit afterwards, white feathers everywhere, not just, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. They were like almost every day. I love that. And when I was trying to make a decision about my car, getting a new used car with a lot of fear, Every time I made a decision, there was a turkey feather there. And, 
speaking of humor, and yes, the numbers are starting to come back to me. It's been quiet for a while, but on my phone, when I look at the time, it's 222-1111-444, and I enjoy that and thank them. But humor, okay. My dog, um, he's gotten me to laugh at things that I never laughed at before because I was so busy being hypervigilant, taking care of him, his fear, aggression, and whatever, whatever. I saw on Facebook um, a wonderful video from England of this guy, dog in the car that put the gear in and crashed to this car and that car and then the third car with this oh, English wow. woman saying, oh, no, oh, no, oh, my God. And then finally she loves the dog so much. She says, are you okay? Rather than being angry at messing up three cars. And I, I just laughed because Chance would put my gear out of gear while I was driving on the highway. So I, I always, if his paw was near there, I just held it tight, 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 tight. And it was very serious. Now I can laugh. And something else made me realize um, I was able to relax. He gave me a hard time and I loved it, but I took it seriously, you know, as far as taking care of him. And now I can look at some of his pictures and see that, that in his face and laugh and say, yeah, you did. Thank you. You know, just so, yeah, the human, their angels are sending me things to laugh about, which is, I'm really cherishing about Chance because it was a very serious relationship. Yeah. Wow. Wait, till you, wait till you read the part of my book where my, my parents, who I loved, I had him for 15 years, um, he was able to send me a sign with, with the angels after he passed away, after my parent passed away. You know, that part, you know, wait till you read that. It, it's pretty unbelievable. I don't know if I mentioned this to you or not, but the day I was getting ready to take him to the vet to help him be passed on, I got this message, put on your perfume, put on your perfume. And I thought, why? Because he's not going to recognize me with the perfume because I only put it on maybe twice a year. And I ignored it. I kept getting the message the day after, a few days later, put on your perfume. And I thought, okay, I will. So I've been doing it. And I don't know what that's about, but Pat, clearly, how do you something. how do you feel when you wear your perfume? <laughs> I'm allergic to perfume. It perfume makes me sick, so now I just put it on my back so I don't get that first alcohol stuff, and then then I get compliments all the time about it. It's an, I don't like most perfumes at all. I do like this one. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. That is an interesting story. Literally. We are out of time. And I want to remind you, Deborah's book is called How to Chat with Archangels, Inviting Your Divine Best Friends into Your Life. And it's available on Amazon. And by all means, check out her website. Go to this show's description, and you can find her website and the links to both her book and her website. And her website is her name, Deborah's. I'm going to say it wrong. I'm looking at trusting Deborah's Child House, but it's, it's Deborah's Child House. Um, and I said it yes, wrong again, Deborah, didn't I? That's okay. Deborah'sChildHouse.com. That's my website. Yes. Yeah. So, um, Deborah, well, I want to thank, thank you for 
for coming. I really well, enjoyed talking with you. I'm excited about your book. And thank you, um, thank you so much. And I you said so your book is fun. a journal. No, no, it, it's just you know I have journals from all my communications with ah. the angels over the years. Okay. That's what I that's what I thought I heard was a journal. I knew I heard something about it. You did. Okay. You heard it somewhere, yes. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. You're very okay. welcome. Bye everybody. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to Go With Angels with Mary Brotherton. If you want to order a copy of Go With Angels, just reach out to Mary at beunique.org for details. That's B U N E K E. And be sure to tune in every Friday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time for more stories about angelic encounters. Follow Be Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio so you don't miss a single episode.